Hey everyone, just before we jump into today's episode, we have a special announcement to make. We have had the amazing opportunity to join the Applaudable Podcast Networking Community, which is a network where podcast creators can collaborate and network together to bring more amazing content to our audiences. What this means for you is that every week at the end of the episode, we'll be recommending to you another podcast on the network that we think you'll love, and you'll be able to find our podcast as well as any we recommend on applaudable.net. Um, we will also have some exciting guests coming on soon, so look out for that. This week, to celebrate, we've got a double-length episode answering a question sent in by a listener. We hope you enjoy and keep your ears peeled for more exciting, applaudable news. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 12 of the TaylorMade podcast. Um, last episode was really fun. We had a lot of fun making it. Yeah. Um, it was a bit yeah. of a filler episode, I suppose. Yeah, like, let's be fair. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it'd be kind of nice after that, you know, long period of one episode after the other, we're just jumping straight in to mm. just do something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I am really looking forward to feedback on it as well because it's only been up for a little bit right now. Like, when more people listen to it, please let me know whether you liked it or or not because we'll do more like that. If you enjoyed it, or if you didn't, then we'll we'll not do that again. We won't do that again. Yeah, yeah. but uh, this week we're sort of I guess it's something a little bit deeper again because I got a message from a listener who has a similar background to me, where she came from quite a religious background, and she's now with someone who was raised very not religious. So I'm just going to read just the question out of her message. Uh, she said. Do you ever have issues with differing values between you and Adam? Um, Me and my partner are very similar with most things, like especially the things that matter, like the big things. But sometimes when we have a difference or if he doesn't understand or really like something that I'm interested in, uh, I jump to that worst case scenario and think that maybe we're not right for each other. What did you say when I read you that message? You said that she sounded like she was catastrophizing, like I used to. Yeah, I don't think that's a word, but yeah. um, And yeah, like you said, like that's definitely something that you used to do and I used to do as well. Whenever we had a disagreement or an argument, it would always be, okay, now we're mad at each other. Mm. When that's not really the case. No, we were just learning about each other. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I know for a fact you you, you have done this before um, because I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) When we had a big, big difference of opinion in our lives, like for example, when I wanted to do something and you didn't or vice versa, that was it. There was, there was, should we even be together? I remember we have actually asked asked each other that question in an argument before. Yeah, I feel like the argument you're referring to, we will talk about on the podcast, maybe not this episode because it's not in relation to this question. That had a lot of other issues leading up to it. And that was after we got married as well. True. Um, where our listener isn't isn't married yet. They've been together just over a year, Mm. which I think can be a challenging time because it is when that... Your honeymoon period definitely isn't over yet after a year, I don't think. But it is when, especially if you're living together, some things and the ways you do things start to come out that you do differently. Um, I think you put it really, really well earlier today when we were talking about this. It's that you stop making allowances for 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 the other person. Oh yeah, so what I said was when you first are in that honeymoon glow, your partner might do things that annoy you, but you, you've got your rose-coloured glasses on, so you kind of, you just yeah. gloss over it. You yeah. don't actually think about why it bothers you or that it's different to how you would do it. You're just kind of like, oh, but they're just so cute, I'm going to ignore it, kind of. Yeah. yeah, and you don't even do it consciously, it's all subconscious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's when, when, you, when you're together for a long time, like, 
even the snoring starts to get to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, specifically you. <laughs> specifically. No, I don't care about the snoring. It's the you lay on top of me. Like, use me like a pillow, and I am not a pillow. <laughs> like, my, my, my hips are very badly out at the moment because Adam's decided that because the chiropractor told him he's not allowed to sleep on his stomach, he's going to use me like a pregnancy pillow. Um, so, anyway, but we digress. You're so, you're so comfy. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Yes. What we're actually... So, the question we're answering in this episode is, do different values mean that you can't be happy long term and the answer is both yes and no yeah it kind of depends on the values and it depends on how big the values are yeah. and whether how whether they affect the life path you're going to take yeah. but also it depends on how willing both of you are to work to understand each other better and if it's something that you know isn't going to affect the way your relationship runs and it's just something you disagree on then no it doesn't have to mean you don't be happy but if it's something like having children where one of you dead set 100% cannot see your future without children and one of you is either on the fence or doesn't want children, then yes, I think that that is something that needs to be addressed. Yeah. In the values that she's referring to, no, I don't think it means that you won't be happy together long term. No, I think I think it's more that, and I'm in no way a life coach or anything like that. Um, <laughs> or but, relationship or coach. Or relationship coach. Disclaimer. I, yeah. <laughs> but this is just in our opinion. Yeah, in yeah. our opinion and in our experience with mm. each other. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's that you need to communicate what your values are a little bit better yeah and not only that it's like you're kind of creating your values together as a couple and a family because if you are in it for the long haul and you're in it long term well, you were just saying before it's when you're in love it's it doesn't mean that it's easy like it doesn't mean yeah like in fact you, being in love is probably one of the hardest things in the world yeah because i, I think definitely you can you can 100 percent love someone who it's not going to work with yeah but if you are in, in a committed relationship it has been working up to this point and there aren't any really bad toxic red flags then it is just a case of choosing each other and choosing that communication like love isn't love isn't a, like a, a chemical reaction something that happens to your body and you're you're in love then that's how it starts that does that does end you put it really well we, we sort of speak about this every now and then you, you put it really well sometimes you say after that first burst of passion mm. burns away whatever's left is what's left is the choice yeah to be in love and yeah, yeah i think that's it's something. actually a quote from um the book and the movie actually uh captain crowley's mandolin the book first and then the movie afterwards uh if you haven't seen that movie i don't like nicholas cage as a rule but he is brilliant in that movie he got uh accent coaching for six months to play an italian soldier in world war Two. brilliant movie please go watch very cool um but anyway, it, yeah. <laughs> again, we're getting distracted. This is our little like rabbit brains. But yeah, what basically what that quote is, it's he uses trees and I'm going to paraphrase, but basically after that first passion and lust of love is burned away, you're left with the decision about whether or not the roots can grow together or whether like if it's that it ends with um, it's either going to be inconceivable that you should ever part or you're not going to fit together basically but and that's the choice that you have to make yeah like is um, this person that you are with worth 
fighting even possibly yourself for. Yeah, and I think also, like, just getting back to her question as well, I feel like we're a bit all over the place today, but she said we're on the same page, but if we have a difference or he doesn't understand or really like something that I'm interested in, I jump to worst case. So, I mean, if we just narrow in on that last thing there, if you don't like something that I'm interested in, I think we actually don't have a lot of interest in common, you and I. Like, we, we, you... have, we have a couple very big interests in common. And I've said this to you before. Our, our biggest thing that we have in common is our love of stories. Mm. Um, in any form. Yeah. Uh, so whether that be fiction, writing uh, fiction books or TV shows, movies, our podcast even. Yeah. Um, it's all stories. We've, mm. we're all, they're all either telling or consuming stories. Now, I'm a big, big gamer. Same thing. Stories. Mm. You like talking to other people and learning about them. You don't really like small talk. Mm. Name one introvert that does. Yeah. Um, you you automatically want to know who that person is, what their story is. It's all stories, and mm. it's huge. But you're right. There's not much else. We don't have hobbies in common. No. So, like, even, like, we, we've been working from home, and Adam, the other day, we were having a break, and my idea of having a break was, okay, well, we'll go to the grocery store and we'll do groceries. It'll get us out of the house. And Adam's idea of a break was to spend an hour playing a game. We don't spend our free time the same way, oftentimes. And, like, quite often, and I do, like, this is probably one of the things we do still struggle with is my idea of spending time with you is we can sit down and we can watch some, like, we have been re-watching Fairy Tale at the moment and I'm obsessing with it all over again. <laughs> um, and that's what I want to do. That's my downtime. But you want to come in the office and play a game. Yeah. And I feel really bad sometimes because it's like, well, my idea of downtime is more quality time together. Yeah. and like doing something that isn't work and your idea of downtime is to be away from me playing a game for you if i was in the office drawing with you then that would still be considered quality time for you because we're in the same room yeah definitely um, i think i think it's really fascinating the way you and this is actually really ties into the different values and love languages a little bit i guess so our values are similar-ish, but kind of different there. Mm. So your value is, your, your value in, in this case is you want to spend the time together doing the same thing. Mm. Whereas for me, we can be in the same room, sitting right next to each other, doing completely opposite things, and that's still spending time together mm. because you're right there with me. To, and me, to me, that would be a thing if you didn't have your headphones on and I couldn't just talk to you. Like, I feel like if, I, if I'm if i going to talk to you when you're doing something like that, I'm interrupting you. So to me, that's not quality time together because we can't have a conversation. Like, this is quality time. And, like, even when we're watching Fairy Tower, like, we'll talk about the characters and we'll talk about what's happening in the story. We'll both cry at the same time <laughs> because, oh, my God. But, yeah, like, those, those are different values. Mm. But I guess that's ties back into that choice that we make every day that we get up together and we choose to be together. Hmm. Um, we choose to try and find a middle ground. Yeah. And we still, we still are. We're still trying to find a middle ground. Okay. Um, so one. if we're going to talk about that's our differing value is that we have different ways of having downtime and spending quality time together. 
our way around that differing value and the tool that we've developed to deal with that is that we talk about, okay, well, this is what you need. This is what I need. How are we going to divide up our time so that we're both happy? Yeah. So it's not, again, like we said in episode six, and I feel like this is going to be our mantra, Mm. is you can't compromise because compromise means that no one is happy. No. Like you need to find something that makes you both happy. And that is harder than compromising, which is why people talk about compromise being so important because that is just what people think that you should do. But you've got to work harder. You've got to work past the compromise. The compromise will probably be the first option that comes up. The compromise is like a Band-Aid. Yeah. It fixes a problem for now. Yeah. But Band-Aid always falls off after a little while. Or it gives you a rash. Or gives you a rash. Gives you a rash. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, So... But yeah, like, figuring out how best to work together to come up with, like you said, a solution that everyone's happy with Mm. is the hard part. Mm. And... I'm the first to admit, we still haven't done this yet. We're closer than we ever have been. I don't know. I think we... The other thing that we were saying when we got this message was that um, with the differing values, like, you might have the same values when you first get together and then you you grow and change as people and your values change and that's something you have to keep communicating as well. So, like, I don't feel like it's not something that we've figured out. We're never going to have it figured out. It's going to be a constant work through the rest of our lives because our love languages might change, you know, after we hit our thirties or we hit our forties, like the way we spend our time, the way we function as human beings, the way life has shaped us will always change, which will mean that maybe our fundamental values of right and wrong might not change, but our values on what we spend our money on, what, how we spend our time, you know, what sorts of things we like to do for entertainment, like all of that is going to change. Okay. So I feel like it's, it's not something you ever figure out. Like we might figure it out for six months and then we change again. Okay. You know, it's more of a constant, you need to have a pattern of communication in place that works so that when changes happen, you can address them and be like, okay, well, what do we need to change so that we can both remain happy in this relationship? Right. Yeah. You know? No, that's, um, that's really fascinating actually. Um, I hadn't thought about that before. Cause that's I feel really... like that's what we do. Yeah. Because yeah. if you think about, you know, how different does our life look now that we're working from home mm. to what it did when we both worked full time as travel agents Yeah, and how different is it now than what it was when we were students. Yeah, no, very true. You know, and quite new in our relationship versus almost five years into a relationship when we were 20 versus 25. You know, what is it going to look like from 20 to 25 to 30 or from 20 to 30? We're not going to be the same people as we were. So why would our communication style, our values, our priorities in life be the same? Yeah, no, I, I definitely get what you're saying there. Yeah. Um, which I guess ties back into that that choice Mm. every single day like you might you might wake up one day and look at the person laying next to you after 10 years of being together and realize oh they're not the same person that i married but i still but of course they're not the same person you married Mm. and i think that's the difference between what we want to talk about in a couple of episodes also is the three-year itch yeah um where i we've talked to a lot of couples where they've gotten to that three year mark and they've broken up Mm. or they've almost broken up and they've fixed things and gotten back, like stayed together, which is something we experienced as well. And I think that's the difference between creating band-aids in that early part of your relationship when that passion very first burns away, like not burns away. Like you don't want to not have a passionate relationship, but the passion is different. Yeah. Um, 
to versus when it's instead you... of a, a instead of like a hot burning like a white hot burning fire it's yeah. more like a low red coals kind of thing always still nice and warm yeah but it's not as fiery yeah but yeah yeah it's more maintainable, more maintainable I feel definitely like. yeah being 100%. that passionate is tiring as <laughs> <laughs> intro introverting you out there again <laughs> um, but yeah no so that's kind of I guess to answer the question, because the question was, do we ever have issues with differing values? 100% yes. And like, we still do. We still do. Yeah. Some of them are bigger than others. I feel like we said, I think we said at the beginning of the episode, money is always is a, huge thing. a massive stressor for us. And until we have an abundance of money, it, it's always it probably to. will be. And if, I mean, even if we did, I mean, I still think it depends on the importance that you put on it mm. as well. But yeah, we do have a problem with it. Doesn't mean that we're going, not going to be happy long term. No, definitely not. Because early on in our relationship, we put in a communication structure. Yeah. And I mean, also let's just be 100% fair. You and I are talkers. Yes, we are. You're always told, don't go to bed angry. Mm. We don't leave the room angry mm. anymore. As bad as it is going to sound to say this, I kind of put a stop to that the day you walked out. Yeah. Like, that day, <laughs> no, this is never happening again. Yeah. If we have an issue, we fix it right here, right now. Yeah. And I think our relationship has really, really benefited from that. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we are lucky in that sense. Like, and I mean, so when you put it that way, we are luckier and the work has probably not been as hard for us in that part of our relationship yes. because we are already predisposed to communicating that way. Yeah. It might be harder for people who don't communicate that way. So that's yeah. why you've got to work out something that works for you in your relationship. There's no one size fits all. Yeah, but, um, and um, and a big a big part of that is um, you doing a lot of reading on this. Like Brene Brown <laughs> is one person I know the name of. I've never read any, never read anything she wrote, but I know the name because Danica is really, really interested in her work. Mm. And um, something that she wrote was I can't remember what wrote or Netflix or something. Um, I think it was, I think you're referring to her Netflix special, uh, and she was talking about. Um, this is when, when you're communicating, she says, this is a story I'm telling myself. Mm. This is what I'm hearing. I understand that might not be what you're saying, mm. but this is what I'm hearing. And I'll be honest, it seems a little weird, but I feel like it works for us. Yeah. Um, to clarify. So just to give an example of what yeah. Adam's talking about, um, what Brene was saying in her Netflix special. And if you haven't watched it and you are interested in, um, you know, improving your communication and just understanding yourself better and why sometimes communication fails. You should look into even just her Netflix special if you're not a big reader. What happened was she was on holiday with her husband. They went for a swim together and she was, you know, really enjoying it and trying to talk to her husband and connect with him. And they were both used to be Olympic swimmers, but she'd had children and they were swimming together. And, um, she was trying to talk to him and being like, Oh, how lovely it is. Is it to spend time together? And he just kind of didn't respond. He was just like, Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. She was really upset about it. And like, couldn't understand what was happening and so she just kind of shut down and they got back to the the shore because they were swimming in a lake and she said something or something happened and they they had a little bit of a spat and he was like okay wait I've missed something what's happened and I mean to be fair Brene also is she's studied shame she's got a doctorate she's 
I think it's social work or something is what she's qualified in. So she also has a lot of practice at this, but she told him that she was upset and he couldn't understand why. So she said, the story I'm telling myself is you were just swimming and like we were swimming together and I thought we were having a really nice time, but you were not, you weren't wanting to respond to me. So I was feeling really self-conscious in my swimsuit. I was thinking I'm not as sexy as I was when we were Olympic swimmers and fit and that you were just disgusted with me and didn't want to be spending time with me, which she obviously knows is really unreasonable. Like it's, it's a shame within herself, but that was what she was feeling and she was feeling triggered and his behavior had triggered that in her completely unintentionally and on his part. And what actually ended up being the case was that the night before he'd had a dream that he was trying to save her and all of their children in the water because they were drowning and he couldn't swim fast enough to save them all. So while he was swimming, that's all he was thinking about was how horrible that dream had been and how he wasn't an adequate father or, a hus or an adequate, adequate husband. So here they are both feeling completely inadequate be because of reasons not related to each other, really. Like, shit, yes, it, his behavior triggered... Brené's reaction but his behavior wasn't anything to do with her and it was because they were able to communicate what they were telling themselves in their head and what about the situation was making them feel like that that then they were able to rectify it and move on where if they just left it at the spat and not looked into why the spat had happened then they wouldn't have fixed it they would have spent the whole day angry at each other possibly the rest of the holiday I don't know to me that just is so mind-blowingly amazing and it's a really great tool for any communication. And I've I've noticed that I've started doing it mm. because I'm not great at I'm we've said it before least self aware person in the world right here. Yeah. Um, well, you used to be. I think you're. I a lot think I'm getting now. better. Yeah. Mm, but like I've started using that because I don't know how else to do it. I mm. don't have the tools. Yeah. And this is. Like, <laughs> well, now you have a tool. Now I have a tool and it, it's helped so much. Yeah. And yeah, um, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't gone through the whole, the story I'm telling myself. It's for me, it's, this is how I'm feeling in the moment. Yeah. That's my, that's my thing. Yeah. And um, that's great because naming your emotions when yeah. we first met was a massive challenge for you. You didn't yeah. know when you felt angry or when you felt hungry or when you felt sad. Like it all was just... You were like, emotion, capital letters, I'm feeling it and I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um, I, would, I would love to argue with that, but I can't. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it's, it's all a work in progress. And, of course, two different people from different backgrounds, when they come together in a relationship, whether they're, you know, male, female, gay, straight, by any like anything on the spectrum there's always yeah. going to be things that are different about you because up until this point you've lived together you've lived as two separate individuals where now when you come together into a committed relationship you're choosing not to necessarily become one i've never really liked that saying because you are still two individuals but you're two individuals who've chosen to live your life together so, so there is going to yeah, be teething always, problems yeah and there's always going to be not conflict, but, um, friction. friction. Yeah. Yeah. And there's always going to be adjustments that are going to need to be made and communication that needs to happen. So to answer your question, yes, we've had issues. No, it doesn't mean we can't be happy. And it just means that if you want to be with this person, you need to 
both of you take the time to sit down and work out a, a communication style that's going to work for your relationship so that you can continue to grow together and not grow apart. But yeah, I think that that answers that really well. And I'm, I'm so excited to finally be answering our first yeah. kind of question from yeah. a listener as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, I do want to go a little bit further into the interests thing, because that is something that she did. Oh, yeah. Um, she did talk about was, um, you know, if, if he's not interested in something that she is, that's actually the exact case in our relationship because I'm really, really heavily into gaming, specifically video games, and you are really, really heavily not. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. There is definitely something about that that you don't enjoy, and that's fine. That is more than okay. Sometimes I do wish that we could play games together, mm. but you don't enjoy it, and that's fine. What I would probably recommend is at least try and introduce them to it. Communicate, look, this is something that I'm really passionate about and this is something that I really love. Why don't you give it a go? Mm. In our case, it was board games. And now we both love board games. And now we both games. love board games. Mm. Like, I, I, what I, what, how I decided on board games was I asked Danica what she didn't like about video games. And it was as simple as the fact that she got motion sick when she was playing. You remember? Mm. Yeah. Um, because you said, yeah, no, because uh, you, you really enjoyed um, Jack and Daxter and stuff like that as, I, a, as a kid. And I liked Zelda Breath of the Wild. I liked um, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. But I also like our jobs both now and when we were travel agents and even before that. It involves spending a lot of time in front of the screen. Yeah. So I don't really want to spend more time in front of a screen for my hobby. No. And, that, and like that's more than okay. Mm. Even me sometimes, I can't sit in front of a screen and play a game. Mm. Can't do it. The, the thing is, like, I went out of my way to find out what you didn't like about it. Mm. And, like, well, we can still do that together, just in a different way. Yeah. Which is where we came up with board games. Mm. Um, so we played... What was the first board game we bought together? I think it was Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis, yeah. Um, which is really, really fun. Um, I think there's a video online on how to play it. Go and have a look. It's super sweet, super cool, um, amazing art. I really, really think that... If you want to delve deep into those, that interest thing, then you need to kind of figure out what it is about that interest that they don't like. And if it is super important to you that they are at least open to it in a way, mm. find a way around it like I did. Because um, like you said, you, you're really into board games. Like, And I've even figured out the kind of board game that she's into, so we only buy those types of board games. <laughs> if, anyone, if any gamers are out there listening, it's Engine Builders, by the way. <laughs> loves it. Loves Wingspan. Loves Isle of Cats. Um, that kind of thing. Um, Isle, Isle of Cats isn't really a engine builder. It's more of a tile placement, but that's a whole other thing. Um, Maybe one day we'll do a board game podcast. I, th I, think, I, think, I think we might have to. Um, but yeah. Separate to this one. Of course. <laughs> Non-gamers, don't be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, Yeah, I agree. I think... Yes, you're going to have different interests when you first get together. And I think that's a good thing, especially people say to us all the time, how do we spend so much time together? Like we live together, we work together, you know, we create the podcast together. Like, why do we not get sick of each other? And I think it is because we do have different interests. Yeah. Like we, we have our own thing. We can. That's just ours. That's just ours. Yeah. 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 Which is really important. Yeah. So, yeah, I think 
again, it just comes down to if you've developed that communication style, which is what Adam was talking about, you know, he found out what I didn't like about gaming. You know, if there's something that you're interested in and you don't understand why they don't like it, just just ask the question, you know, and then maybe that will lead to a conversation which will then lead you to talking about something that you are both interested in. And then, you know, what do you know? You found something that you can do together if that's what you were struggling to do before. So... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it all boils down to that communication style. You know, you need to find something that works for you. And uh, funnily enough, not compromising. So mm. I don't compromise by, like, sorry, you don't compromise by forcing yourself to play video games with me. And I don't force you to do that. Mm. We found another way to do something like that together. Yeah. And um, we don't, you know, the, a compromise could be that, I guess, if you were thinking about the, the whole just not doing those things that the other person isn't interested in anymore. So like you, I like, I could have made you stop playing video games. And actually that is something that we have that, that I've told you, like when we had a lot of issues, I said, do you want me to stop? Because I will. I feel like the gaming conversation, because I, I've actually talked to a lot of girls who have said they won't date gamers And I actually think that could be a really interesting podcast episode and we might even do it for the next one because it it was a root of a lot of our issues quite early on. Uh, Again, talking about that quality time and the prioritizing your time and stuff like that, it was a massive problem for us. Yeah, definitely. So there's definitely pros and cons to dating gamers and I, I hear where those girls are coming from, girls and guys are coming from, when they say they won't date gamers. Um... I, I do hear that. So I think that's something that will be really interesting to explore in another episode as well. Mm. But yeah, uh, what else? There was, I think there was like a third element to that question. Yeah. Like there was one in between the differing values and the, let me just bring it back up again. Yeah. So he said, if we have a difference of opinion or if he doesn't understand. Yeah. I think it does just all come back to that communication. Um, if we can be any more repetitive on that and that not compromising, like you've, you've got to do the work to build that. Not, not compromising, Mm. um, avoiding compromise, avoiding Avoiding having to compromise. Yeah. Because if you do the work and build that foundational communication style, then I feel like there shouldn't be, not that there shouldn't be. It's a lot easier to not have to compromise and to find a solution that works for both of you. Yeah. And like to come to the root like you may you may never find a middle ground like of course there are some issues where you just can't both be happy with the outcome but at least you'll be able to understand the other person's point of view yeah if you can communicate like even even we to this day still don't agree on everything Mm. and if we did it'd be kind of boring (laughs) we wouldn't be having conversations like this we wouldn't be able to have a podcast yeah exactly like (laughs) even on the podcast we've said we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one and i think that's so important for Mm. any relationship friends whatever family just allowing the other person to disagree with you and that being okay and for there being mutual respect and for it not meaning that you love the other person less or you lose confidence in who they are as a person on like it just you are going to always be two different people who are choosing to live their life together and that's got to be okay you know right like you shouldn't have all the same values because then what would you talk about yeah exactly other than yes dear i totally agree (laughs) you know like I mean, I guess some people might want that, but I, I just don't think it would no, be fun. I don't... Even even if we were like that, I don't think we would have lasted. I think we would have got bored with mm. each other. 
just in the types of people that we are, we're always looking to grow and grow together. Yeah. And that's something that we've really... I don't, I don't think we've ever put that into words before, actually. Or at least I haven't. Not in my own head. But, yeah, um, I guess I'm really interested in yeah, being with you and growing with you, whatever that means. Mm. Um, so, even if it could possibly mean I end up with completely different values five years from now than I have today. Mm. Like, and that's okay because I'm growing with the person that I've chosen okay. to spend my life with. Well, that's interesting because we are like getting close to the five year mark. Mm. What do you think, what do you think is different about your values now than what they were when we first got together? I need another person in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's as simple as that. Like I never, I, I never asked for help. I never relied on anyone else. I was me by myself and that was okay. In fact, that was good. Mm -hmm. Anything else was bad in my, that, that was, that was my brain. Yeah. I was a little bit lonely and that's, I think that's why I was, you know, on Tinder. On Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also, yeah, I was, I was really very much a different person then because of that reason. Mm. Now, I couldn't imagine not spending my life with you in particular. How about you? So, you, just to put that in a frame of it being a value, your value has changed from it being me against the world to us against the world. Not even against the world, just us growing together. Yeah. You... I don't care what the world does anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Fair. It's just us. Okay. And that's all I need. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. How have my values changed? I think mine's almost sort of the opposite of you. Hmm. Like, when we first got together, I thought my purpose in life was to serve. I would 100% not prioritize myself. I didn't have any self-love or self-worth. And I was, I, was, I was just looking for someone to have the role in my life of someone that I could just serve. Like, their priorities would become my priorities. Like, I don't think have an identity of myself, like, which is why I was floundering so much. And instead of being that for me and I think this is why we do work so well and why it hasn't turned into an unhealthy relationship is instead of just accepting that about me and enjoying that about me you forced me to give myself priority and not even forced me like you you encouraged it you fostered it gave me permission to because the way I was raised it was very much man is head of the house woman must do what he says like she doesn't have a choice yeah you gave me permission to become a whole person on my own which has then made our relationship better okay so yeah i think in terms guess, of values i i value myself more now yeah i'm really glad yeah like, yeah i hadn't thought about it like that before like because even even to this day i still ask what do you want mm. and then you give me some answer like oh i don't mind what do you want i'm like no 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 what do you want in this moment <laughs> that's not the question i asked i didn't ask what you wanted me to want i asked what you wanted <laughs> This is actually something we've, we've, we've... That's my decision yeah, paralysis yeah. talking, though. Not, that's not, uh, not prioritizing myself. That's no. just a, not wanting to make decisions. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little bit different. That's yeah. a commitment issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, even now, yeah. What do you want is a good... Mm. And the stress on the you, what do you want? Mm. 
yeah. Yeah. So I think like that, if you're going to talk about a massive value shift and a massive life outlook shift that's, in yeah. five years, then yeah, that's I mean, that's, that's a big one for us. Like yeah, definitely. a big one each. So big two. Yeah. That's really interesting because I think it just goes to show, cause actually this is really funny. We went out to dinner recently and we bumped into a guy that I used to see <laughs> on Tinder and he's with his now partner of, well, I mean, they got together about a year after us. So, so three years, three and a half ish years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Adam, the first thing he said after he walked away was, what do you see in me? Yeah. Six, six foot a million. Yeah. And me, six, five foot nothing. And tall, dark and handsome was this guy. Yeah. He, I mean, what can I say? I can pull him. But um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was really, I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, the point of this is like, I feel like, yes, if I had not been with Adam and he had come back to me and said he, you know, was sorry for the way that he had treated me and that he wanted to be with me. I probably could have been happy with him. Like I'm not denying that. I don't believe that there's one right person for for anyone. I believe that it's about the choices that you make. And if you find something that works and you are in it, it's a time and a place in your life when you are ready to commit, then the the choice is what makes it right <laughs> yeah um sorry i was just rem- reminded of a song by tim Minchin. if i didn't have you mm. um great song go and listen to it uh basically the the punchline is if i didn't have you someone else would do <laughs> <laughs> yeah which i mean it's not what it's not the story people want to hear about love but but it's kind of true i think it's kind of true like yeah. you you create your own happiness yeah i definitely agree with that you definitely do create your own happiness Thanks for listening this week, guys. Um, it is a longer episode, but that's okay. It was a bit of a squiggly line answer yeah. to, um, um, but to it was definitely something. Question. Yeah, it was definitely something that we we had never really discussed before. No, yeah, um, and I mean, even the way the way she phrased it, I was like, different values, like, yeah. uh, like. I guess it, me- it depends what she means about values. Um, oh, and don't worry, we're going to talk about this a lot more off podcast as well. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah. yeah, next episode, I do want to explore the game, the gaming question. Yeah. Um, cause it's one I had written down for us to talk about on the podcast anyway, but I think it'll flow on nicely from this, from this one yeah. because it'll, it'll talk a bit more about values, I suppose, because, and just one particular issue that we had and we can go into it in depth a bit yeah. more because it was a big issue. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so oh. anyway, thanks so much for sticking through this long zigzaggy rabbit brain <laughs> episode. But I hope that that answers your question to our lovely listener who sent in her um, her message. And um, like, I've talked to you more on message as well. So like, I know that you're feeling a bit better. But yeah, I just think that it's again like even just the course of these two episodes, you can see that there's no right answer. You can go back and forth all the time, but. You gotta do what makes you happy. Yeah. And to to an extent, your partner happy as well. Yeah. And like we will never ever ever say, you know, you have to choose to stay with someone even if you're not happy. But you know, if you are majority of the time happy and you do know that you love this person and want to be with them, then yeah, I'm rambling. So yes, you are. <laughs> let's just let's just finish this episode now. Um. So this week, tell us about how your how your uh, values have changed. Mm. Um. How thinking you, about it, how yeah. how have you how have you changed as a person in your relationship? It may be a very quick change, like in six months. Oh, where started I was this person, now I'm this person. Mm. But yeah, um, we'd be really really interested to hear that from other people as well. It doesn't have to be in a relationship. Either. 
either. Like, it could ha- just be, yeah. I think if we want to make the question more succinct, because I feel like maybe if we make the sh- question sharper, we'll get more responses. Yep. How have you changed between, or how did you change between 20 and 25? Which is quite good for me right now, because I just turned 25. I'm mid like my quarter life crisis isn't as bad at the moment, but um, I will update you. And now Misty is scratching. Misty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's okay. Thank you so much for listening and um, tune in next week for our gaming episode, which I'm terrified about. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be picking on Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much, guys. Bye. Bye. The applaudable podcast we wanted to recommend this week is Marketing and Me by Leanne Shelton. Leanne's podcast is directed mostly at business owners, but quite a few of her episodes where she interviews professionals also touch on relationships and lifestyle and closely align with what we talk about here. So go and give her podcast a look on applaudable.net. Even if you're not in business, there's definitely an episode there that will resonate. Thanks guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the TaylorMade podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We're very excited to release a new episode every week on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can follow us on Instagram at TaylorMade underscore AU and on Facebook at TaylorMade Media AU. Thanks again and we hope to talk to you next time. Have you ever thought about the fact that if our voices sound better in our heads... How does Morgan Freeman sound to himself?